Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Jason Williamson. How are you, Jason? I am very, very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I always love jumping on, um, discovering new audiences, you know, kind of, I would say getting my voice out there, but I really do love meeting new people and just really just sharing value. So I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, it's really all about that, right? And once you fall in love with that, you know, I find that everything else falls into place. When you're service to others, like the puzzle yeah. is, is, it comes together really nicely. Yeah, it's very cliche, but it's, it's very true. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a true. cliche for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like years ago, if I, you know, when I heard something like that, I'll be like, what are you talking about? I was very egocentric, you know, like I was just, it was just, you know, it was a different type of mindset, but I, I didn't understand it, right? But now I, I completely under, understand it because I live it and it does work. Yeah. Um, I know you, you actually help others. And at the same time, you know, things just work out nicer for you too. Yeah, totally agree. And it's, you know what? It's a nicer way to live, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful way to yeah. live. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't feel right if I'm in a room or with people and I'm not able to reciprocate the value that they bring to my life. So like, I feel so much more at peace internally when I'm providing value to others. It's I'll, I'll actually go yes. above and beyond to outperform almost in like, I want to give more value because I don't, yes. like, that gives me more peace. Cause then I can sleep better. I'm like, you know, I love it. I'm bringing peace, I'm bringing value to these people, which brings peace to me. Yeah. And, you know, if we're talking about frequencies and vibrations and everything, you also at that, when you're, when you're working with that type of mindset, you're also elevated, right? Like you, I don't know if you believe in all that, but it's, it's, uh, for me, it works wonders, but you actually come across more and more people that you want to be around. If that uh, makes sense. Well, I'm a huge believer in energy attracts oh, energy. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Love like, it. Big well, believer. I've seen it. Best friends. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've felt it happen. My, the story of actually how I got started in, in, in my business is, um, it's actually, I, I believe very much about energy and, and kind of like telling the universe exactly what you want, putting the right vibes out there, doing the right things. And it was the same. I was, very much uh, when I was fresh into the marketplace, I was jumping in all these groups and sharing all these uh, you know, videos of things that I'm learning and I'm Facebook live in and I'm dropping videos and I'm just, all I'm doing is just constantly, constantly providing value. People now call it value vomiting, um, but it's such a stupid thing to say because it still is such a stupid effective. Thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. actually I was an electrician. Uh, I was like two months from being fully qualified um, and I kept saying that, you know, I'm, I'm going to make plan plan A work. And if plan plan B will be that plan A works. So there was no, yes. there's nothing else. And I ended up quitting my job as an electrician two months before being fully qualified. I just had to get the signature signed, but I said, no, I was burn my bridges. I burn my boats, right? If you want to take the island, burn yeah. your boat. Um, and yeah. yeah, just constantly providing value. I ended up connecting with a guy uh, who was in Los Angeles and he, he was at a, an event called Pixel Mastery at the time. And yeah. lo and behold, I'd quit my job, moved to this uh, 
to this guy in Sydney who who was hiring me as kind of his marketing manager for a little bit whilst I got on my feet. Uh, and as I packed all the bags in the back of my car, I'd literally put them in bin bags. You know, I'd, I'd put it out there to the world. I'd, I'd put that energy out there. And all of a sudden, I got four clients that came to me out of nowhere whilst I was driving to Sydney. I'm a big believer yeah. in that was energy. It was, I told the universe exactly yes. what I wanted. I did all the yes. right things and I connected with the right people. Yeah. And, and that energy just like attracted to me. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's funny that some people would, would say um, value vomiting um, is unfortunate and it, it goes much deeper um, for someone to say that. Like, I never heard it personally, but if, yeah. if they are saying it, they just don't understand that we are not alone. You know, we're not, I mean, not alone. I mean, like, we're not separate. Everything is connected. Yeah. You know, everything comes from the same source. Yeah. Knowing that adding value and making someone's someone else's life better, you are, you know, someone like that that would say vomiting, they would look at it like, oh, he's trying to get something out, right? Like he's trying to, you know, um, there's some interior motive, if that makes sense. But really, when you're doing it with a pure heart, pure heart it goes way deeper than those two words. Yeah. And I think I feel like, I guess some people definitely do it for, you know, if they've got an ulterior motive. Yeah, they, they do. They want something. But you know what? The end of the day, like that's that's where the energy works is that energy yeah. you will be attracted because I'm a big believer that you can sense energy like easily, like literally yes. I, I can tell and I'm lucky because I, I did a lot of personal work on myself and one of the things I learned is like, you know, the, the disc chart, like the DISC, it's, it's your drive, influence, steadiness and, and compliance. I'm very, very, very high D. I think like I was like 94 out of a hundred or something D, which means you know, super hyper competitive. But then my influence, so the people energy was like 92. And then my steadiness, well, stability is like 20 or 24. And then my compliance is four out of a hundred. So it means I have zero attention to detail. But what that means, and this is what my business coach has told me, is that I have a very, very, very keen sense of understanding people in a snapshot because I, I work That's very great. intuitively. But I'm, I can feel their energy. Like you can feel yes. when somebody is genuinely trying to help you or they want something. Yes. It is it is just night and day. And once you feel it a couple of times, then you you get it every time. You're like, yeah, like they become aware of it. It's so easy yeah. to sense and people start to grasp yeah. that and some people don't, but it is what it yeah. is. You know, if you don't believe in value, so, like you're not my person, that's all. Yeah. It's just a level of awareness as well. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's, I was in that world before, um, you know, I would laugh at all this stuff and it was just a level of awareness. I just didn't know. Right. And then when you get the knowledge, when you start understanding how everything operates and then you experiment and then you start opening up to that, to that type of awareness, how you sensing energy and all that, yeah. it starts becoming louder than words, you know? And, and when I used to hear this, I was like, what the hell is this guy crazy or what? But now I just, uh, I, I just love it. I bet you can meet somebody and without them even talking, you can feel it. I do your name. When, when I saw your name um, right before I was setting everything up, and as soon as I saw your name, I felt it. Yep. And it's not like, it's not like this. I, I've, it happened before. Yep. And 
to see how like that's incredible that you can even if you can connected. pick up on on yeah because it's uh it's it's just that energy right like you're yeah. we're part of it and we're we're from that energy like yeah. we're made of energy so we're a mass of energy so Frequency this is great can you energy. tell me about the business that you're you're doing and with all this phenomenal yeah. energy you have yeah absolutely so um, I've been doing I've been doing e-commerce, well, specifically e-commerce, email, and SMS marketing. Mostly email because SMS has only really just came to fruition um, due to you know software capabilities. I say, what I mean by that is we didn't really like a like a normal everyday small business owner didn't have access to some of the software and tools that we do today. So it's made SMS more applicable, but I've been doing email and SMS specifically for e-commerce brands for going on nine years now. Um, And I've, I'm actually upwards of about $150 million that I've generated throughout my systems. Um, All the the automations that I set up, all the manual campaigns that I send, everything that I do, um, I've been able to attribute probably over 150 million US dollars. Um, 17 million of that actually just ticked over the other day. I work with uh, a very big brand that a lot of people would know of. I, I try not to say names because a lot of the times they yeah, don't it's, like it. It's good. Yeah, um, of course. But yeah, and we literally looking at his SMS, just one geo alone. I, I literally saw it tick over. I was actually got a screenshot. It was, I think it was like six or $7,000 away from 17 million total earned from text message marketing. And then it ticked over. So we, we generate just one one brand alone, one geographic in Australia. They have generated over seventeen million dollars in the last probably eighteen months from text message alone. So I love it. That's I'm, incredible. What I love about it so much is it's it's just it's it's value really. You know, that's what it kind of comes down to is that it's value that I can guarantee. I have such a moral and ethical compass that I could never go into a business and sell them something that I don't know I can deliver absolutely phenomenal value. And I'll be honest, my prices are super, super affordable and super competitive. And I over deliver like crazy. And I've been told so many times to bump my prices, but I like the feeling, like I told you earlier, and I'm a big believer in how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Mm, That's one of the, one of the, the crazy things I ever heard is how you do anything is how you do everything. Every yes. time I have ever paid attention to that, when I see somebody do something half-assed, I go, that's how that person does everything. You know, I see somebody- That's how their car is. That's how their home is, everything. Yeah, and I see somebody full-on passionate, love what they do, go in, you know, head over heels just into the task. And I think that's how they do everything. And it's, it's been so true. So with my business, that's literally what I, I've always done. I, I, I see how I can provide insane amounts of value what is the tool that I can use? And then I found it, uh, yeah, like nine, nine years ago now, I found email marketing. Work it, actually, same brand that I was just telling you the story about is a good friend of mine. He lived in Sydney. Um, and by the way, if I keep moving, it's because I'm trying to keep my hips <laughs> like no in problem. motion. Uh, you're, up. you're a stander as well, not a sitter. Yeah, that's the, the standing desk, yeah, but you've got to move your hips way. so you don't lock it. Yeah, um, <laughs> We start dancing. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I'm always like shaking my head. I feel bad for the neighborhood. Like they just see this all day. Um, yeah. We have a big floor to ceiling window so everyone can see straight in. Um, oh, but yeah, no so I, w- I was working with this guy. His name was Murray Edwards and he had advanced teeth. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but is, uh, sorry to interrupt, Jason. Is it hard for you to show the view? Should, yeah, right it's, it, it's like 10 p.m. Okay, leave you it see anything. That's no problem. No <laughs> it's problem. pitch black out there. No, um, no problem. Go ahead. Yeah, so... Um, working with uh, Murray from uh, he had teeth advanced teeth whitening in Australia, and 
that's a guy who, who was like, Hey, like come and run my business for a bit, like be the manager, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'll help you out and then, you know, get on your own feet. Uh, but he ran advanced teeth white in Australia and I was literally an electrician at the time, but I, I'd gone to a bunch of different conferences. I actually originally started in network marketing, believe it or not. I, I'm, hmm. I, I love network marketing. I call it like the, the, uh, the gateway drug of entrepreneurship. <laughs> right. So many people I know got That's involved true. in that. And then what it does is it expands your mind. And once a mind's been expanded, it can never contract. And I was seeing these everyday people, which was nothing. There was nothing special. Okay. We can figure this out. Come on, Logitech. We can do this. <laughs> I saw it. God, it's still out of focus. Um, but I thought to myself, these guys are nothing special, right? I'm seeing all these people making ridiculous amounts of money. And as an electrician at the time, there's actually, actually, and I, I love to talk about this, actually. Uh, I miss it sometimes. But one of the key things I think was important and what I established when I was really young, uh, and I don't think I've really ever told this story. So if anybody knows of me and, and, and hasn't heard this story, I think it's one of the most powerful stories. That ever is on this show. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You, can, you can find me on this show and you can hear the story. So yeah. when I was um, 19 years old, I... Actually, I was 18 going on 19 and I wasn't actually an, entre uh, I wasn't actually an entrepreneur yet. Um, I hadn't really got into that type of stuff, um, but I had like the biggest awakening in my life and I was forced into it, right? So my dad, I used to work with my dad as a painter and I was trying to get an electrician apprenticeship. Um, and then one day my dad says, look, we're going to move to Brisbane. We're down here in Adelaide, South Australia. We don't really like it. We don't vibe with it here. My dad wants to move to Brisbane. And he says, look, I want you to come with me. We're going to build the business um, and then we can move the family over. I says, all right, no worries. And I'd been to school for a couple of years. You know, I'd moved around because I'm, I'm British. Um, I moved a couple of times and I had about 20 friends. And I says, look, this is my last day in Adelaide. I'm, I'm moving in a couple of days. So I just want to go have some drinks. Everybody come out. Um, so we got a bunch of people out. And then we, we had a couple of drinks at this one place. I didn't have too many. Um, I think I had a couple. And, and then we ironically went to a bar or we were heading to a bar called heaven. And then as we're walking there, there's roadworks, there's things happening. And I see this girl laying unconscious in the middle of, well, she was half on the road, half off the road. So we've all ran over to help. I didn't want to go around the barricade. So I've tried to jump the fence to go over and, and help her. Um, and as I've jumped the fence, a taxi has come out from the side street. I was halfway over the fence. He's tried to make the gap. I got my jeans caught. I fell straight forward. I caught myself on my hand, but I looked up and got boom, hit straight in the face by like 60 kilometers an hour by a taxi. And it Shoot. threw me back into the fence. Um, and my friend says, oh, like, my, my best friend, he's still, still one of my best friends to this day. He says, he ran straight over to me and he was, he was shaking me on the ground. He's like, Jace, Jace, wake up. Jace, wake up. And he goes, he was like slapping me in the face. Like nothing was happening. He goes, I thought you died. He goes, you wasn't moving. You wasn't nothing. He says, I turned around and I said, somebody call an ambulance. And then all of a sudden he turns back at me and I'm stood up going, what the heck just happened? And he's like, Jace, get over here. And he, he puts me against the wall and my other friend comes up. He starts crying. He starts hugging me. He goes, I thought you were dead. Oh my and God. he goes, that's weird. Your nose started to bleed. And then it stopped. He goes, eh, it is what it is. And then he hugs me. So I go into hospital and um, my nose is so busted up, so busted up that you just literally, there was nothing. It was, it was just a big balloon. Um, and it turns out I'd actually fractured it into like a thousand different pieces. And there was, you couldn't see anything on an x-ray. So they said to me, Hey, look, we don't know how you're alive. We thought you'd broke your neck. We thought you broke your back. You should have died. You got hit by a taxi, like in the face, you should be dead. We don't know how it oh. must have been that you had a couple of drinks and you were a little bit limber. It's only explanation.
But look, come back to us in seven days. We're going to send you to an ear, nose, and throat specialist. And what's going to happen is they're going to check you out. They're going to figure out what's happened with your face and, and make sure that we get you fixed. A couple of days later, I ring up and I'm like, my head hurts. I said, I got a, I got a, you know, I got a headache. I'm spinning. I'm not feeling very well. And they said, look, you may as well just go in. Seems as though it's a head accident. Just go in. Um, and so I went in and I started, he sits me down and he says, I started telling him the story and I wasn't even going to say it. It just happened to slip out. I told him the story about how the nose started to bleed. And my friend said, oh, that's weird. And he says, what did you say? I said, ah, uh, I told him something else. He goes, no, 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 the other bit about the nose. I says, the nose started to bleed and then it stopped right here. I guess, I don't know, it's from the swelling. He goes, ah, look, I, I, I never ever do this. This isn't a normal thing to do, but don't panic. 90, 99 times out of 10, nothing's wrong. And he grabs a big needle about this long, like the needle's like this long. And he puts it right up my nose and he pulls out blood. And he goes, we've got to get you in surgery right now. And he mm. literally took me from that room into the surgery room and they removed a blood clot that was right here in my head. And he said, you are so fortunate you came in because if you waited, you just one day, if you'd have waited the seven days, he goes, one of those seven days, you just wouldn't have woken up and you would have just died in your bed. Hmm. And that, so I tattooed that. I said, live for today as tomorrow may never come. I tattooed that on my arm. And yeah. I was so grateful because nothing actually happened to me. I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. Nothing hurt me. I, I got very lucky out of that. But the thing that I came out of that with is that I live for the moment. I live for today. And that's how mm. I do anything and everything in my life is that I will live like tomorrow is never promised. Mm. And I think that is, I was fortunate enough that I had this like, impactful life-changing event but that's one of the missions that i go out there and i try and spread to people is i don't want you to live that way a lot of people say you know i want to stack all this money and where is money's important money's great money's awesome you need it nobody has ever died i mean six feet in the ground and everyone goes he was amazing he had 10 million dollars in his bank people don't care they care about the, the, the fire that you set in their soul. They care about the value that mm. you leave with them the moment that you're with them. And mm. to me, that's, that really shaped my life. Yeah, that's beautiful. One of the most powerful stories I've heard on this show, actually. Um, you know what? It was just, it was meant to be, right? And, and for you to time. spread that type of message now because of it because of this story and I'm surprised you didn't share it before because I would feel this story, you know, should be shared as much as possible because it, it could help others because there's a lot of people that are not enjoying today. You know, mm -hmm. they're not feeling the fulfillment in the moment. Right. So this could give him a, a different view, yeah. uh, but definitely it's a, uh, it's, it's powerful, you know? Um, and I'm, happy and grateful for you that you're, you're survived and you're here today. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, your parents I, too, for yeah. your parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, I mean, my parents were like, they were like, what the heck? Like, Especially your mom. Yeah. It made no sense to anybody. We're like, what in the world? And I think that's a big wake up for them as well. Like, you know, and I think, I think they really need to do better with living their life because they're still not in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> this is like 10, 10, 11 years ago now. They're still not there because they, you know, plans change and everything. But yeah. I think it's, it's one of those things where you, you literally have to live your life. And I actually got stuck into, I love Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Like hmm. most people, but I got stuck in a Gary's 24 seven hustle. And I remember I was dating a girl at the time and I feel sorry for her now. 
when I think about it, right? I was, I was forcing myself to work um, so much because I was trying to be successful. And I realized that I didn't really love what I was doing anymore. You know, like I, I was creating work out of nowhere. And then that's what kind of woke me up again is that I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and I've, I've always kind of had this, my, my, my now mm. wife knows that she goes like, I, I live for the moment. I'm always a hundred percent present, but yeah, I, I just love that. Anybody listens to that, that understands the message that tomorrow yes. is not guaranteed. Like nobody yeah. is telling you that you're going to wake up tomorrow. Nobody's telling you the sun's going to come up tomorrow. No. Nothing is guaranteed. So live that, right now. This is yeah. literally what we have. And it's so sad. You yeah. know what I can't stand seeing? There's freaking people on Instagram who jump, you know, you're at dinner and they're all like, oh, like, you know, there's like eight of them all like getting over the dinner table with their phones and you're going like, y'all are missing right now, like like physically missing it right now because you're too busy watching it through your phones. And it's crazy mm -hmm. that you'll sit there and record it through your phone and miss it through your real eyes. Mm -hmm. and just, you won't be entirely you present. Know, it, yeah, you know, presence is, it's it takes some time to to practice mm -hmm. but once you start living in the moment and being present in each moment uh without placing energy in the past or the future you just taking in each moment funny thing about that is that it starts uh developing stronger and stronger and stronger where you start falling in love with life in that moment there's something about the moment you know like you're just you're 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 pulling some energy that gives you this different perspective and view and energy yep. about each step and about each breath you take you know it's just uh, i'm forever grateful to to come across this and it, it completely completely uh changed my life and i want like you to have more and more people to live in the present moment yeah. And I'm a big believer. It also makes you very magnetic. A lot of yeah. people can feel presence and because I, I, I have yes. friends of mine who spend too much time on their phone when I'm out with them. And mm. it's unfortunate because when they, a good friend of mine actually recently came to my wedding and we had this conversation. And in, in my experience, the way that I felt that situation was he has such a beautiful presence. And when he's there, when he's, when he's present and he's there and when people don't understand when i say when he's there they're like oh but he was there it's like no he wasn't really there though mm. you know but when you are really there and when you're present i said to him i says when you're really present i said it's beautiful like you can feel it you're loving you're kind you're warm you're like you're you're you're, you're such a beautiful person but the moment that you get in your phone it just takes you away and you you have this big magnetic force that like pulls people in, but the moment you do it, it vanishes. And the problem with you having such a big magnetic force to begin with is when you take it away, it feels missed. You can feel yeah. that it's no longer there and it becomes yeah. like a, like a, like a hole mm -hmm. and it has that opposite yeah. effect. Yes. And you'll find yourself in that in that hole, you know, when, whenever, as soon as you start overthinking again or or situation happens, circumstance happens and you get really, really involved, uh, you realize, shoot, I'm I'm out. You know, and it's like, yeah. I've, I've fallen. Yeah. And we're human, we're going to do it. Like, people yeah, have you do it, but the, you will. But, but the great thing, Jason, is that as you practice, it does start to become part of you habitually. Like it, even in those situations mm -hmm. with time, like it takes, it takes a lot of willpower, a lot of effort, you know, but like 
every, anything else. But yeah. it's worth the investment because I think the secret, you know, to my show success and growth is that, you know, and, and I can't explain it, but organic, uh, I feel, like I it feel it. You know, I, I, I feel that the gravitational pull that I'm pulling, I just feel that when people yeah. are coming, I just sense that that is happening. Yeah. Um, it's very powerful. And I'm, I'm grateful to have met you that you're in that same world because that phone phone situation, um, it you can never imagine in a million years that by practicing presence, you will put that phone aside and rather be in the moment. Like you can never imagine before doing it. Like I would never imagine. Like there's so much, I, I'm, there's so much, so many times that you just, you want to go check some messages, messages. I no, I want to stay here. Yeah. Like that is, a, yeah. that's phenomenal. There's something about it, right? Yeah. Sometimes I will lie. Sometimes I'll put my phone in my wife's handbag. <laughs> You know, what I mean? <laughs> we'll go out for dinner. And I'll be like, like I feel a buzzing. I'll, I'll get like yeah. I turn a lot of my notif- notifications off. But even then, yes, good idea. Held just to open up my email yeah. or something. And like, we we have this need for attention. We're in the we're in this world yeah. of constant you know, a barrage of attention. But even then, like one of my biggest tips, and I tell everybody, I say, look, if, you, if you're going out on a date, like you're with your wife, you're with your partner, with your girlfriend, whatever you, whoever you go out with, even if it's with friends, grab that phone and put it somewhere that you cannot reach it and just enjoy. Like, and this is what I tell my girl all the time. I'm like, I'm like, look, I, if you see me on my phone, like give me a little slap and grab the phone and put it in your handbag because I don't need it. I can go without for a couple yeah. of hours, but what people don't understand is that time and that presence that you give. I mean, I have a very happy relationship and, and, um, I attribute it to, to a lot of the time it's, it's understanding first her love languages, right? I know mm-hmm. her love language. Her number one is it's physical time. Like it is, it's actually getting that, that undivided attention. It's that, it's that being in the moment and just spending that time with her. And then once you know that and you know that, you know, you're jumping on your phone and you're taking that away from her or even anybody in the room, you realize that you're actually telling her, I don't love you, you know, because if I did love you, I wouldn't do this to you with the only few hours that you get with me every couple of weeks or or like Mm. we we go for day night, two or three times a week. I'm not going to lie. I love to go out. But like in that moment, Mm. that's, I don't love you because if I did, I wouldn't take this away from you. Yeah. So I, I always constantly, I'm like, Hey, like I, I'll catch myself. It's like you said, I'll catch myself slipping. I'll go, Oh, yeah. I'll go, why am I doing this? And I'll go, babe, put that in your yeah. bag. And then you wake up. Yeah. And you go, it, and it, it's good because and you fall asleep, but then you wake up. Yeah. And you're constantly in this cycle. But like you said, it's like a, yeah. it's like a muscle every time you last longer mm. and you last longer and you last yes. longer and you just keep practicing and you keep telling mm. yourself. And it's like the old adage of like, you become what you think about most of the time. And, and you do, yeah. you become present. And I actually, I had a couple of friends of mine who I, I, I knew a long time ago and then they met me again and they're like, wow, they're like the, the ground, yeah. you, you feel so grounded and you feel yes. so present. Like and it's, so it's such a massive change. And they say, they say like, it's, it's unbelievable the difference in, in being around you versus then and now. No, and that's what you'll do to people. If you learn to yeah, harness sure. the power of presence, like you will literally become somebody who's so magnetic. And I think it's a lot of what we talked about, right? It's, it's being valuable. It's being present. And it's, it's living in the moment, like, 
you know, just being, it's just, and that's, by the way, that's not saying go do stupid shit like cocaine and, yeah. <laughs> and drugs. Like I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like live fully 100% in the moment. If you manage to do those three things, you, you learn to be valuable, you live 100% in the moment and you're 100% present to those around you. You will become so magnetic that people will love to be around you. And the last thing I want to say as well, and this is one of the things I, I live for as well, is I believe so strongly that when you have an interaction with someone, when you spend time with someone, there's two things that happen. You either leave them better or you leave them worse. And I always, always tell myself that I am going to leave this person better than when I found them. Mm. And if you do those things, you become magnetic. People love you. They want to be yeah. around you because what is it? Um, I can't remember who made the book now, but he says, when, when you make people feel good about themselves, they like you. Mm. And if you're being present- so if you're being in the it's moment, automatic, they can feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's all energy. This is awesome, yeah. my friend, Jason. So tell me, what do, you, what do you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point? Yeah, honestly, I, it, it's so crazy. And this is almost a good little story too, and I'll, I'll make it very short. But I feel like now one of my superpowers that got me to where I am is that I believe strongly that I'm very mag magnetic. I believe that I have a very, very good, charming personality that people are magnetized to and that people love to spend time with me and they love to meet me. But the funny thing is, is I wasn't always that way. Literally, mm. when I was younger, my, my parents, God bless them, you know what I mean? They, they, they meant it in the best of ways. They did what they could in that moment with, with what they knew best. But a lot of the times, like one of my ex-girlfriends, when I was just learning, I was 18, 19 years old, I was not a very happy person because I wasn't happy in the old cliches. I didn't love myself, right? But I hated who I was and that made me angry. I was, um, I was very kind of like explosive. I was very reactive mm. and I, I hated mm. who I was. And then I, I'd, I'd be very, very reactive to my, my girlfriend at the time and her friends and I'd just be an ass everywhere I went. And then it got to the point where nobody at my work liked me because um, I was an electrician. I thought very differently right? I feel, I think like us, like entrepreneurs, like business owners, we're in a, we, you, we're a different section of, of the world. Like when we meet, we all meet, we go, oh my God, these are my people. This is my tribe. I click so hard. But when you're away from it and especially we, we got to learn to be better with everybody. And I have, but at first when I didn't understand how to work with people that weren't like me, it was very night and day. And I was very unliked everywhere I went, very disliked. And my parents used to say things like, you, you're a bit of a dick. Like nobody really likes you. Even, <laughs> even your girlfriend's parents don't like you. Even her friends don't like you. Even your boss doesn't like you. And I got it in my head that people don't like me. Subconscious was, programming. It was subconscious programming. And then one day I, did, I went into this whole self-development. I was about 19 years old or 20 years old, whatever it was. I was slowly but, lowly, slowly but surely learning. And I broke up with a girl at about 21 years old. And it was a massive breakup for me because, you know, I loved her a lot. It was one of my first real loves, I believe. Um, and we'd been together for four years. And, and I realized so, how toxic I became and, and everything kind of like in slow motion unraveled of, of who I was. And I went down this route of like, I went, I was single for eight years and I went down this route of learning to love myself, like learning to love who I was, but also slowly but mm. surely becoming better in every area that I identified that I need to improve. Right. But then one of the things that changed my life is, uh, have you ever heard of Alex Becker? I heard the name. Yeah, so Alex is he's a big YouTube guy now. Like he, he does a lot of crypto, but back in the day, he used to do a lot of like training, like courses. 
online sales and stuff. So he, he was kind of known as a uh, maybe even I'm guy. not even sure how I heard what <laughs> it would be funny if he was on the show before, but I, yeah. I like I interviewed so many people. But Beck Beck is not the type to know. Yeah. I'm sure, <laughs> no. he's one of those Chad guys who kind of just does his own thing. But but you, you probably heard of him. He's been around for a very long time. He's uh, anyways. So I went to his his black card mastermind about oh, five six years ago. Uh, that's probably four years ago. And, and one of the things he said to me. We'd had a couple of drinks. We're all in this club, you know. You know how masterminds have that last, that kind of last night. And we sat in this club, and he's, you know, he's this big dude, millions of dollars a month. Like he's no issues with money. Is he's, he's, he's known throughout that everyone loves him. And he sat there one time, and he said to me, "He goes, I knew when you entered the room before I even turned around." He says, "Because I felt your energy, and yeah. everybody so in the presence. room's energy picked up. Like I felt that you brought the room up." He goes, "You are magnetic." People love you. And do you know how much that broke every single belief I'd been taught my whole entire life? And I realized in that moment, it was honestly like one of those memes where like all the f- maths died. I, I realized I was just with the wrong goddamn people the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then the moment that I got around my people, all of a sudden everyone loves me because everything I talk about, everything I say is what they believe. And that for me was one of the craziest things. And so I strongly believe that my superpower is my magnetism, but it's so crazy because it was actually my, it, it was actually my weakest point. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, uh, thank you for sharing these stories there. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to impact lives, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's super important to be, in the right environment and we see so much so many more people that live this way becoming successful you know we see it all around us right but there's still so so many naysayers and there is a huge uh shift happening in the world as we speak a, a, a huge shift happening because there are people that are noticing in their environment that people are, you know, uh, growing like an oak tree mm-hmm. and they're realizing, wait a minute, you know, maybe I should revisit my, my um, beliefs, you know, maybe I should revisit what I thought before. And, yeah. and that's what happened to me. I wanted to revisit because, you know, and that's what someone told me, he said, revisit, maybe there's new information, you know, maybe yeah. you could check out something new and being open-minded, you want to check it, right? And uh, I recommend anyone in the audience, you heard Jason and, and his story and everything, like get involved in looking into how to reprogram your subconscious, be in the present moment and work with the energy. And you will see, um, you know, once you start elevating your frequency and you start vibrating higher, you will see how things start shifting. And when you see a couple of things start shifting, you're going to know, okay, wait a minute, there's something here. And, you know, my your reputation is pretty important to you. Mine is, uh, you know, we would never say anything that was a lie, you know. So um, to me, I'm these so are grateful. Like basic, to me, these are basic yeah. one-on-ones of, of, of yeah. self-development. And the yeah. other thing as well that we, we kind of touched on there a little bit was was the environment. Um, I'm such a believer in the environment impacts you. I, I do believe that you should – learn to own your environment but then i do feel like the environment can also um it can hold you down it's like being it's like having a lid 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in Australia. So one of my main goals for the last, I don't know, like, uh, I, I think since I was 14 years old, I wanted to move to the United States because I just believe, I believe so strongly that it's my tribe there, my people. Every time I go over there, every time I network, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, why wow, these people are like me. They get me. Even my sense of humor, mm-hmm. my jokes over in America, everyone's like, oh my God, you're hilarious over here. They're like, <laughs> ah, I don't really understand that. And it's like, it is yeah. cultures, right? So, but being mm-hmm. around your people, being around your tribe, being around the right environment. Um, actually, by the way, just if all goes well, touch wood, I should be getting to America next year. I've, I've put all the awesome. things in the works. It's been going for two years. Um, and, Keep in and, touch. Yeah, I, I will do. I will do. But yeah, one of the big things for me is, and I, I love this saying, and I think anybody should tattoo this into their brain, is that you are the average of the five people you spend your most time with. Mm. And as a cliche, as it sounds again, a lot of the things that we're saying is kind of cliche, but there's yeah. cliche for a yeah. reason. And I've been, real. You know, for as long as I've been going, these, these rules that I kind of live by seem to keep popping back up. And every time I realize that I'm not going where I want to go, I reevaluate my friend circle. I go, hold the phone. I'm not really spending time with people who are going in the direction that I want to be going in. And mm. then I start to go, okay, I need to pull myself away from a few different people. Um, but that's one of the things. If you, I think the quickest way to change your life is to change your friends. Mm. Yeah. You- yeah, that was uh, the reasoning behind even this podcast. When I started it, I, you know, I kept hearing, you know, it's your environment, you know, it's the, it's the people that you're around. Um, what's the, what's more, what could be better than, you know, having a show where you meet people like you and on a consi- consistent daily basis and building relationships yeah. like there's, you know, I, I love podcasting. It's a, it's a great avenue to, to create that. So that's one way uh, if you're looking to change your, your environment is to launch a show and make sure you can scale it. Right. And but uh, Jason, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Um, you know, anytime you're launching something, if you want to share something, definitely get in touch with us. Um, and Thank audience, you. once again, appreciate you guys for joining us once again. You can see, you know, you could sense because vibration is complete is way louder than words. You know, it's way more clear. It's more um, on the point. It, there's no doubts. It's just the vibration. What is feel? What you feel is is true. Only when you start understanding what it is and start knowing how to read it and be one with it. Um, but you can feel something with Jason here. You know. So if you're looking to grow your business, his information will be in the show notes. Uh, get in touch with uh, with him and the products and services that he's offering. I know we didn't really get into the details. But this is way more powerful than than any of that, you know. And if yeah. you wanna, if you wanna do business, you do business with people, you know. So if he has this type of of energy, you know, the products he's making is is good. So yeah. give it a shot. Again, thank you, Jason, and thank you, everyone else. Thank you so much.